0: Okay, actually, welcome back to the To Be Better podcast. <laughs> now that I'm not holding my phone, trying to make a TikTok showing that we were making podcasts, is that like a, some sort of weird video like inception? I was about
1: to say that's like some inception shit yep. right there.
0: So normally we do question and answers, emails, uh, communication advice, things of that nature. However, we have been asked on numerous occasions now to make a content, make a content, make some content, right. where we do not talk about those things, and instead we just talk about whatever we want. Mm-hmm. And while we are driving to... Um, Naples today to take pictures. We had a conversation about maybe talking about politics, which makes me uncomfortable because I'm right. a hardcore libertarian and it's going to piss people off on both sides, and I don't want to turn people off on our shit. Um, I think that this would be a good way for us to create bullshit content. So let's talk about our day. Because okay. we had a pretty dope morning. So we got up early. We, we got up at what, like 6 30? Yeah,
1: like six ish.
0: <clears throat> Drove to Naples, which is about an hour and forty five minutes from where we live, mm-hmm. and walked around um Corkscrew Nature Preserve. And it's like a a mile and a half boardwalk. It takes you through multiple different ecosystems. Mm -hmm. And we got to use our cameras. See a bunch of animals. Yeah. So for you guys who don't know, um, I, ooh, excuse me. (laughs) Wow. Rude. Uh, I actually was a professional photographer for a while. Mm -hmm. She's an aspiring photographer. And that has become our hobby. Um, we post our pictures on Sinful Images Instagram account. It is a joint account between the two of us, which is also how we talk to people. One word. Sinful Images. One word. Yes. Right. Uh, so please follow us there if you mm-hmm. don't, and uh, if you want to see the pictures we t- we took, um, they sh- some of them should at least be up by tomorrow. We mm-hmm. we were editing. We stopped so that we can make this this podcast. So, how was your day today? I
1: had a really good day today. <laughs> <laughs> I had so much fun. Like we got there. I've never been here before. He's been there a couple of times. And we get there, and it's just this really thin, not a lot of width, no. boardwalk. And we saw baby raccoons, yeah, and lot, he looked at me. Lots
0: of <laughs> raccoons. So I told you before we got there mm-hmm. that this place is notorious for bird hunters. Right. And that in bird the, watchers. Bird watchers, right. In the event that there is a person with a camera on a tripod, mm-hmm. it blocks the entire boardwalk. And we made it almost through the entire thing before we found an asshole with a six hundred millimeter lens and a giant tripod and had to like tiptoe around his setup. Right. Now, the last time I went there, I got there right at it right as it opened. Mm-hmm. And it was sun up, like right as the sun was coming up. There had to have been 30 people standing on a an eight foot section, like tripod legs overlapping each other, cameras close together, all taking pictures of the same whatever it was that they were taking trying to walk through that initial group of people was a nightmare. And like I'm I'm carrying a little 70 to 200 lens. So I'm not, you know, and it's professional grade, but I'm not, I'm not holding like a, you know, a massive, you know, laser shooting futuristic lens as I'm walking through. I felt so inadequate. It was like penis envy. I was like,
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's the lack of consideration for me on those people's parts. Like I understand you're trying to get a photo. I try to make myself as small as possible while I'm taking photos when I know that there's other people around me. Yeah. Two things came into my mind when you told me that there was like an eight foot stretch of people, right? So you know how sometimes when I get on your lap, when you're in the middle of doing something on your phone, I'm like, hey, excuse me, I'm just going to squeeze in. (laughs) I would do that while simultaneously accidentally kicking their tripods and shit. Yeah. Oh, man, that's brutal. (laughs) Or I would have coughed really loud. And scared the birds. Scared the bird. Oh, you would have been the asshole for sure. I would have been an asshole, yeah.
0: That's so funny. (laughs) Every time we go to that or every time I go to that place, obviously, this is the first time you've been there. Yeah. I want to see a Florida panther. Mm-hmm. I know that they're very like endangered. I think right. there's less than 600 of them left alive in the state of Florida. So they're very, 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 very rare to see mm-hmm. because we keep putting highways through their habitats right. and then they get hit by cars. So you're driving. You think there's a dead deer on the side of the road. And it's a cougar or a panther. Mm. And um, I want to see one in the wild I, I, at a distance. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be eaten by a giant cat.
1: I actually saw one when I was a kid. Did you? Yeah. At the end of my street. I wasn't. A, it was not a very developed neighborhood. We were one of two houses on like four blocks. Why are you laughing?
0: Because I don't like you sometimes. <laughs> 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 we go to Cade's Cove <laughs> to take pictures and one of the, the bucket list items is for me to take a picture of a bear in the wild. And you were standing in my sunroof with my camera and my lens and take the picture of the bear while I'm driving. <laughs> You got the picture of the bear and you've seen a, a Florida panther.
1: You told me you had no animosity <sighs> over that I, bear. I don't have
0: animosity. I have jealousy. There is a difference. I, I want two things in life and that's to hug a grizzly and not die <sighs> and to take a picture of a bear in the wild without having 900 people around ruin it for me. Right. And you got one with him sprinting and then stopping and looking around with his little, little hands little up. Hands yeah.
1: Up. I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm so jealous. <laughs> but yeah, that panther was really pretty. <laughs>
0: Oh, man. I was
1: standing. I remember it like perfectly. I was standing on the road and the road goes down and it curves. And right at that curve, I was probably like within killing distance of this thing. I was a child. I didn't know any better. I was like, "Ooh, a cat. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, he was just he was doing his thing. He was standing there and he was looking around and then he saw me and then I saw it. And then he just walked away.
0: Hmm. You're lucky you didn't get eaten.
1: Yeah. It would have been a way to go.
0: Uh, You'd have been cat poop eventually
1: yeah
0: so let's talk about i want to talk about i actually want to talk about two things but yeah the people that when you go to places like that there are signs everywhere that says to be quiet be All respectful right. because the sound travels through the swamp differently than it does everywhere else mm-hmm. and the amount of people that were walking through there down the boardwalk making noise oh my god did that piss me off me too because oh. we're over there whispering and like psst, i know. Hey trying to get your attention and shit and we're like three feet from each other and they're just stomping through there making noise laughing like
1: when i walk quietly i roll from my heel to the front of my foot i walk
0: on the side of my feet
1: crazy how we we were both silent but we were doing it differently crazy
0: keep your knees like not locked so they're bent so you have that constant bounce as you walk that's smart the other thing i experienced for the first time ever somebody saying that we don't accept cash yeah And I lost my shit. You did.
1: That poor girl. I
0: I don't care. I know that I was wrong. Like I felt guilty about it after we left and I was calm. Yeah. But it says on the dollar bill, this is legal legal tender, Mm -hmm. both private and public. They are legally not allowed to refuse a dollar bill. Right. And I could have set my money on the counter and just walked out. Well, obviously it didn't have change for me, but I could have done that. And it would have created a huge scene. And I was ready to create one. But there was a kid behind me in line, you know, it was a woman with two little kids and I'm not trying to be the asshole in front of all of those people, but I believe that there is an agenda to get us away from the dollar so that they can track everything that we do monetarily digitally. And I don't want to be a part of that. Right. And had we not drove an hour and 45 minutes to take pictures at at 630 this morning, I'd have left. Mm -hmm. I was super, super salty.
1: You were. Yeah. About the first 10 minutes of that walk. I I felt it. (laughs) You're fuming.
0: I don't like being like that. We saw a giant <coughs> crocodile turtle or, you know, I don't know if that's actually what it was, but he was huge. He's like he was this big. big. He was a big boy. And he had spikes growing off of him. Yeah. All I could think of was... It was just his head. ...was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle
1: <laughs> Just his head poking out of the water. Wanted to boop his snout. Yeah, I would have loved <laughs>
0: to see you try that. I think you'd have taken a finger.
1: Yeah, I don't play the saxophone much anymore, so...
0: <laughs> you got pictures of raccoons. You got pictures of, yeah. of butterflies and birds.
1: Big old gator. We
0: saw a giant alligator out oh, there.
1: He was so big.
0: It's the first time you've seen one in the wild.
1: I know that they feel like rough and mm-hmm. they have scales and shit, but like just the way he looked, he just looked squishy. It's <sighs> fat little legs. He didn't have <laughs> little legs. He was a big he was probably like twelve feet. Yeah, he, he was, was huge. He was huge. Big old fat guy. Little chubby thighs.
0: <laughs> when we were walking down, that guy was like, There's a gator down there. And you were like a good 15 feet. And instead of me going, babe, I snapped and you stopped what you were doing and came to me and he looked at you and looked at me and looked at (laughs) you and was like, and just walked away. And I was like, in my head, I was like, that's right. Old man.
1: (laughs) That was such a good moment for me. Like, okay. I was, I was not stupid stone, but I was stoned and I was having a good time walking through nature. And I don't even remember what I was trying to take a photo of, but like I was taking pictures. I was like, Ooh, look at me being a photographer. (laughs) (laughs) And like I was focusing, I actually had my eye to the lens. I couldn't even see you. I heard that snap, and I was like, "Yes, Daddy, <laughs> where are you? What I, what, do you need something?" And you you beckoned to me, and I was like, "Ooh, he's seeing something." And I was like, "Oh my God, we're photographers." <laughs> did you really say that in your head again? I really did. Yeah. <laughs> if if I didn't. <laughs> If I didn't have to be quiet, I would have skipped to you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I totally Uh, forget that we live our lives surrounded by other people.
0: (laughs) That's so funny. So I realized a couple of things while we were out there. And and as much as this is just a hobby for me, and I don't think that I'll ever do it as a job Mm -hmm. ever again. And I would absolutely love to sell my photography and do prints and stuff like that again, because I enjoy that. You know, it's nice to be able to sell these things. Right. Obviously, if I'm spending the amount of money that I'm spending on the gear to be able to sell prints to recoup some of that money would be
1: it would be dope. Incredible, mm-hmm. right?
0: While we were out there all I could think of is the fact that Sony makes a 400 millimeter f2.8 and a 600 millimeter f2.8 and that, you know, one of them is 10 grand and one of them is 13 grand and mm-hmm. I'm like I mean, I can afford it. <sighs> but can I justify it? Like how often am I going to use this lens? Like if we're going to really start going out here and taking pictures right, of animals yeah. and doing that like I could probably justify that. And then I started trying to justify it to myself. Like, I don't need no more camera lenses. Like, this, this no. And then I was like, for that kind of money, I could buy every lens that they make that's less than those lenses and have right, a full yeah. lineup. And I was like...
1: But how, we couldn't use this to take photos of animals.
0: How fast did it go from... Do you see that?
1: I did see that, yeah. Okay.
0: Um, how fast did it go from, I don't want to do photography anymore, selling all of my camera equipment, and then you going, let's do photography as a hobby. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <sighs>
1: To be fair, I only said that because you have gone back and forth ever since you sold your gear. <laughs> I
2: love this thing. I do too.
1: <laughs> you you sold all of your gear, and then for like two weeks afterwards, you're like, I kind of want to do photography, but I don't want to do photography. Like, I just sold everything. I kind of want to buy this camera like this new camera is coming out. Yeah. Look at this, babe. Oh, but I'm not going to use it. Yeah. So I was like, okay, so clearly this is something he wants to do but can't find the motivation to do right. it. I'm your motivation.
0: I, I, well, yeah. <laughs> I've had two two consistent things most of my adult life. Mm-hmm. Weightlifting has been in my life since I was a teenager. I've, I've always, even if I like take a year or two years off, I always go back to weightlifting. It's mm-hmm. been a constant my entire life. In 2009, I had a motorcycle accident. Broke right. my femur, broke my tailbone, my wrist exploded, my bone came through my skin. Uh, I'm the bionic man over here. I got plates and pins and shit holding my hand mm-hmm. together. <clears throat> and during my motorcycle accident healing process, I spent, I think it was like six weeks laying on my back and then another six weeks sitting up because my femur was broken. Mm-hmm. When I got the all-clear to move around and start doing stuff again, I had a weight restriction. It was like two pounds. I couldn't do anything with my hand. And the doctor that did my hand surgery was like, You can't, you're never gonna power lift. Like that strongman powerlifting shit that you're done is gonna be off off charts for a long time. Like you gotta, your femur's never gonna be the same. All this nonsense. So I I gave it up. I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to sell all my shit. I sold all my gym equipment and I bought a Canon 5D Mark II, which was like a $5,000 camera back then. And I didn't know anything about photography. I had a friend of mine or a client of mine that was doing photography and he had like a rebel. And because I was able to afford what I was able to afford, I'd rather buy it once than buy it twice. So I bought the expensive camera and I bought the expensive lenses and had no idea what I was doing. Didn't know how to edit and looking back at those original photos oh my they were trash yeah but i thought i was the man because i got the big dick equipment and like I, you know right. i'm doing thing but that like six to eight months of recovery time that i was healing and not being able to lift mm. i learned photography and i i went hard on it i spent hours and hours and hours on editing i did all the youtube i could find i did um phlearn p-h-l-e-a-r-n mm-hmm. which is a photoshop thing i learned Flurn. Um, I did a lot. I did a lot during that eight months. And then when he cleared me to lift, I sold all my camera gear and went back to the gym equipment. And then like three months after that, I was like, man, I really liked photography. I wish I wouldn't have sold that shit. And Mm -hmm. I went and bought all new camera gear. And that's been the process. Mm -hmm. So photography since 2009 has been in my life. I have had camera equipment at some form or another since 2009. So it it is a consistent for Mm -hmm. me. or uh, It is a constant thing for me. so not having the equipment and not being able to take the pictures, even though I had it and wasn't taking pictures sucked. Right. Which is why as soon as I sold my shit, I was like, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. But I'm glad I did because I wanted to go back to Sony anyways. I prefer Sony over Canon.
2: Mm.
0: It's wild to me when you think about it. Like Mm. that's, and I am completely self-taught with photography. Everything Mm. I learned, I I was from me, my, my seeking knowledge. Obviously, you know, I was taught through YouTube and shit, but like I did the work. So, um, so what else? What else are we want to talk about? Because we had a pretty dope day today. We did have a we really had a, dope day. We had some day. some Jesus chicken on the way back at the Chick Fil A. Oh, it was so good. And uh,
1: productive conversations. We did
0: had we did some 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 podcasting and I heard it click.
2: Yeah, did you heard click.
0: What that okay, was. I I don't either. I mean, obviously you're fine. I can hear you still, but yeah, yeah. Okay. So and then uh, you know we bought we bought some new tables that are going to be here on Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, today is Friday, but next Friday. Um, I messaged Ian because I want to have him on the podcast as a third, and I'm going to bring another, another third table out and set up a whole new thing so this mm-hmm. entire thing will be changed at the end of next weekend. Um, I'm pretty excited about the way this is going. Me too. You know, we have over, what was it, like over 1,100 followers. Yeah, I think on,
1: we're up to almost 1,200.
0: That's insane on, on YouTube.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I did get us on iHeartRadio. I know dope. that I mentioned that yesterday mm-hmm. on one of the videos that we had did, but um, knowing that we are now on a lot of streaming platforms is is pretty pretty nice. Yeah it would be nice to find a way to start generating revenue off of all of this.
1: It would be dope. Yeah.
0: We got, we've gotten some really rough emails too. Some of the ones that we, we've not posted. Like we've, you know, I mentioned in a couple of the podcasts that I feel like we're gossiping Mm -hmm. and like, I didn't realize that us assisting other people and trying to do what we were going to what we're doing with this life coaching thing was going to affect my mental health the way that it has. Me either. But after we do two or three emails and hearing how shitty people's lives are, like it is fucking draining. I don't want to do them anymore. Like after two or three, I'm like, all right, I know that we need to do another three or four to get content throughout the week, but like I don't want to do this. Yeah. We stopped earlier and went and got in a hot tub and hung out for a little bit and then came back to make this one because Mm -hmm. we had done I think four emails. Yeah wild to me. It
1: is a lot. I th- I think I texted you, I don't know, 2 or 3 days ago cuz I've been off for probably the past week. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm sorry, like I really think that everything we're doing is starting to really mess up my mental. Right. It's not easy. You know, hearing the things that people go through because to us, this is just words on paper. Right. But these words on paper are coming from people who are actually living this. They wake up every day to this. And it just it's heartbreaking. Yeah. It's definitely a lot.
0: So, so now that we did the the, the photos thing today, mm-hmm. and you used a ninety millimeter macro, I use a seventy to two hundred. Yeah, I was able to get shots that you weren't because I was able to zoom. And I know that I want a longer zoom, so right. I'm, I'll probably buy a Sigma one fifty to six hundred because I had one of those in the past. Mm-hmm. Or I may just wait until March or April and just buy one of the four hundred millimeter primes because I really like my prime lenses. Right. If you have any, any camera lens that you wanted, do you have a focal length that you think you would want yet? Because right now, you've only used the 35 and the 90. You haven't really experienced the other lenses. You um, did use the 70-200 in Cades Cove.
1: Right. I would like to try the 600. I bet I could have As in like it for, the Prime
0: or yeah. the 150-600 to 600 Sigma because there's like a $12,000 difference in price.
1: <laughs> Whichever one is less than... Twelve thousand. Okay, <laughs> that's the Sigma. That's okay. the one
0: fifty to six hundred. That that lens is like this big right. and weighs like seven pounds. Like we, could it have, is a monster.
1: Could have really gotten that gator good,
0: like got it right on his eye. Ugh. I mean, to be to be fair, what we're using these cameras, the right. are the Sony A seven R Mark IVs mm-hmm. are sixty one megapixels, so you can crop and really crop in there, and you can yeah. crop that eye. And it would make the file size way small, but we have those programs, the Topaz Labs programs that Mm -hmm. you can put in there, and it doubles the pixels or triples the pixels. So you could crop way in on that and then make the image big again because it creates pixels on there. I've been playing with those apps so that we can print really big if we wanted to print any of these. Do you think you'd ever want to print any of your photos?
1: Would I want to print some? mm -hmm. (laughs) What was that? (laughs) I just had a lot of emotions. (laughs) So you asked me if I would want to print any of my photos. My first thought was, did he really just ask me that? I mean, yeah, I have some pretty decent photos. Well, I don't know. I really don't know what I'm doing. I hate everything (laughs) I do.
0: (laughs) That's what that was, huh?
1: That was, yeah, that was my whole thought process just then. I think there's a couple of photos I wouldn't mind printed. Like, I think my money photo is pretty dope. Where I have the dollar bills growing with a lavender plant. Mm. Because money doesn't grow on trees.
0: Yeah, I, I think that you should look at that in a year and before you spend the money to make a metal print yeah. of that and decide.
1: I think that raccoon one that I have would be a pretty decent print. You, you
0: got lucky with those raccoon shots. Today. I got lucky with those Yeah, because they kept looking at you.
1: <laughs> How does that luck?
0: You can't make a wild animal look at you. Um, they were eating and they kept looking up to see what you were doing. We and, you're like, Shh, and every had, time I walked over, they're like, nah.
1: We had prolonged eye contact Yeah. Too. Yeah. You can see me in his eyeball. Mm hmm. Don't be jealous that I have a gentle spirit that animals are <laughs> attracted to. Yeah, animals is like, run!
2: You wanna- <laughs> even commented
1: at the garden like, oh, you're just surrounded by all of the bees, huh? Yeah. You well, know. that's because you
0: were following them around. You were, you were a bee stalker. I did get a pretty dope photo of a bee today.
1: I'm a natural goddess, okay? Nature, not... No, wanna... Let me have something. Do you want
0: me to go get you one of those neck pillows that they wear on a plane? So that your neck doesn't get tired from holding
1: yeah. that big ass ego up? <laughs> <laughs> say what you want to say. Oh, no, never mind. I wanted to be spicy, but I was like, no, 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 too spicy.
0: <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to say it. <laughs> All right. Well, worst comes to worst. I'll just cut
1: it out. So you can be like, oh, my God, you have such an ego. I've seen a panther. I've got a picture <laughs> of a bear. <laughs> I was having prolonged eye contact with raccoons. <laughs> I just rub it in. Next
0: time I'm going to go take pictures, I'm going by myself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> do will say that.
0: We need to go to um, Blown Rocks Preserve.
1: That would be dope.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Jupiter Beach is one of my favorite places to take pictures in the state.
1: I would love to go to Jupiter. They had a bunch of like freak shows and stuff out there during the 90s. Mm. Not the 90s, the 40s, the 1940s. At Jupiter, yeah, in Jupiter, Florida, hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was a big thing.
0: There's there's a couple places in Florida that are really good for photos. Mm-hmm. Um, Blowing Rocks Preserve is really good. You have to park at the beach if you're going for sunrise, and like walk through the like park on the road, walk mm-hmm. through the parking lot of the beach because the beach is closed, and then it's like a two mile walk in the sand carrying all your shit to get to the Blowing Rocks area. But during the winter time, when it's cold outside and the atmosphere is cold. You get a lot of pink and purple skies, yeah. and if you get clouds, it's insane. Best photos I've ever taken in Florida have been at that spot. Big Talibut Island mm-hmm. is like the um, it's the equivalent of Jekyll Island in Georgia with the driftwood. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that there's one in Sarasota, too, Beer Can Island or whatever, but there was only a couple of down trees. It was kind of a joke. Like there was a whole wasted walk when we went to that one. Yeah, um, Big Talibut Island has a lot. There's a lot of down trees. Now I don't know how it's been affected over the last few years because I haven't been there in a while. But I don't think any major hurricanes have hit over there. So those trees have got to be still down. Mm -hmm. Sucks about the bugs because there's, you know, gnats, dog dig gnats everywhere out there. I I hate hate it so much. (laughs) Um, And then St. Augustine is super dope for different reasons. If you're into architecture, it's really dope at Christmas time because they run Christmas lights, I think, until February. It's like the most lit city in Florida. Um, The Naples Pier was pretty good before the storm. I haven't been out there since the storm, so I have no idea if that's even a thing still.
1: I'm pretty sure the pier's gone. Yeah.
0: Um, I like some of the gardens that are in Florida. Like, we've been, I've done the Bach Garden thing, which is kind of cool. It's very overdone. Like, people go out there because it's like a a spot to take pictures. The what garden? Bach Garden. Mm. Um, I don't really, I think, don't think it's all it's cracked up to be. It's just a cool thing to see once. I went once. I don't think I'll ever go again. Um, There's not a lot here that screams like come take my picture unless right. i'm breaking the mm-hmm. law and like urban exploring and and you know searching abandoned prisons and things like that you want to see me on my game of like creative eye that's where it's at because there's ris- risk of death oh i should tell that story i should absolutely tell it okay because there's risk of death risk of owls fuck those birds <laughs> i should tell that story too you should okay so um there is a lot of phosphate plants in florida mm-hmm. um Minnesota Is that the name of the company that does all the chemical shit? I don't know. Anyways, there used to be phosphate docks in Boca Grande. Well, there was a phosphate plant in... Belglade was the prison. I I don't even remember where it was. It was in a weird named town. Forrest and I went there. Mm -hmm. And it's like this three or four story building. The top of it is all fucking rotted. There's phosphate material, like um, powder, dust everywhere. And like we're just trutting it through there, you know, no big deal. And yeah. and I'm on the top floor, and the second to the third floor is really like third to fifth floor, and there's all these heavy machinery things that are still down there. I'm totally breaking the law. We're trespassing. Mm-hmm. Not supposed to be out there. Right. And I'm walking around, and I feel my foot squish, and my leg went through the floor. And I threw my camera, and I tripoded my body out to try to catch myself like a grappling hook. And Forrest froze. You know, he was like a good twenty feet behind me, and I'm like, "Do not fucking move, bro!" And like I pulled myself up, and. Like, I backpedaled where my feet were to make sure that I could get back to, like, the concrete area of it. Mm -hmm. And we got downstairs, and as we got to the second floor, and I looked and saw those machines and where the hole in the ceiling was, where my leg was, had I fell, I would have fell at least 30 feet onto heavy machinery. I am 100% convinced that I would have died or broke my back had Mm -hmm. I fallen. And I said something to Forrest and Forrest, like, no, I'd have carried you out of here. I'm like, no, the fuck you wouldn't. I'd have been broken, dude. Like, you wouldn't even be able to get me. Right. And, um... I came back and I told that story to other urban exploration people because there's websites for that. And Mm -hmm. they were like, dude, you were supposed to go real slow when you do these things because you never know where the the roof is not um, um, structurally sound or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, obviously now I know that. You know what I mean? But, you know, when you're doing these things, you can't really actively talk about where you're going or what you're doing because it's illegal. You get caught out there. You could get arrested. Mm -hmm. Nine times out of ten, they're going to see you got a camera and they're going to be like, okay, go home. Like you're trespassing. You shouldn't be out here. Right. Could be a dick cop. Whatever. So we did that, and then we went to another place that was in, what is that, Longboat Key? Mm-hmm. Okay. We went to a place in Longboat Key that had a, a resort that has been abandoned for like 20 years, and we jumped through a window and went and explored all this place and took pictures, and we got to the roof. When we got to the roof, I was like, I climbed up the ladder and put my feet on the roof, and like, roofs don't always feel structurally sound. Like, you can right. feel them shift a little bit, and I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm good, bro. Like, I'm standing right here. I took a couple pictures and went right back down. Yeah. I now have a fear of falling. I've never had a fear of heights, never right. had a fear of falling, never gave a shit mm-hmm. about any of that. But that one instant where my leg went through the roof did it for me. Mm-hmm. I'm fucking terrified of falling to my death
1: now. I mean, that was an unexpected fall for it you, It was too. so stupid.
0: Yeah. Like, and, and had I just like, been cautious when I was walking, I would mm-hmm. have felt that it was squishy and I could have stepped in a different spot. It was just a piece of dried out plywood.
1: Right. My
0: fat ass went right through that thing.
1: Mm.
0: And I threw my camera. You know,
1: mm-hmm.
0: professional grade everything. Yeah, phosphate dust, and it took me weeks to get all that shit out of the camera. Like, even though it's weather sealed, like it got in the camera. I mean, there were you know Q tips and shit trying to clean all that out of there. So that was a thing. And then we we took like two months between those two you know explorations, and then we went to the prison in Belle Glade, which I'm almost positive is destroyed now, which is the only reason why I'm naming it. Mm-hmm. Um, <sighs> that fucking owl. So we're walking through Block B, B Block, and 2C Block. And as we were leaving those two buildings, I was like, man, could you imagine if we opened one of these doors and something rushed us?
1: And you spoke it into I existence. I fucking did. And <laughs> of was like,
0: yeah, man, that would be wild. And we walked up the stairs and opened the door to C Block to walk in on the second floor. And as soon as the door opened, there was nothing but blackness and this giant white thing flew up my face. I have I have had fear. I have been shot at. I have been stabbed. I have had legitimate life scares.
1: Right. I
0: have never been so afraid of anything in my life. I was so afraid that I couldn't even yell. No bullshit. That thing came at me and I went, <gasps> and I couldn't scream. I couldn't yell. I couldn't move. I I don't like. I don't you you know. I can't. Slashers, serial killers, whatever. You have a chance to fight a human back. You can't fight a ghost. And that's what I thought flew at me. I fucking panicked. And Forrest is dying laughing. This white owl flew at my face with its wingspan. It had to have been this big. It hit the door and oh hit me God. trying to get out of the cell block. It scared the fuck out of me. So we're walking through there and like I'm seeing all these remains because mm-hmm. these owls are hunting and right. eating and their skeletons all over the inside of the sea block.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Forrest messed with me over that for like four or five months. Every time an owl came up on anything, he's like, look, Chris, ha, ha, ha. We went back. Oh, yeah. And when we went back, we kept hearing this hissing, and we thought somebody was in there tagging the walls,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: hearing it, hearing it, hearing it, hearing it. It got his ass.
1: (laughs) It was the same owl.
0: Yeah. And he almost cried. He screamed, same thing. He's like, dude, I've never been so scared of anything in my life. I'm like, I fucking told you, bro. Like, I don't fuck with owls no more. All it took was that one time. And like, I understand that for the most part, they're not going to attack a person. Right. But they are predators. They could have, like, had that hit me in the face with its claws, it could have fucked me up. I have never been afraid of anything ever in my life the way that I was when that owl flew at me. I couldn't even scream. Right, I turned yeah. into a six year old girl. <laughs> I was frozen in place. Could not do shit. Just standing there.
1: <laughs> I th- picturing you so Ugh. frightened is it's. This is really shitty. I'm so sorry, but it's so comical to me yeah? because you're such a hard man. Like there's, <laughs> and I was afraid of a bird. <laughs>
2: Oh man <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god I couldn't I couldn't imagine like there's times now where like you hear something at night and you're like, "What the fuck is that? Yeah, like, and I'm getting angry. up to go see
0: it. You know what I mean like unless I hear it's an owl, I'm not fucking with that, bro. That's, you gotta go take care of that, babe, Get the gun, go do your thing. I ain't messing with the owls. This is not happening,
1: oh man, what a story, Thank it's, you for sharing. It is so stupid,
0: but it's funny, like it looking is. back on it, it's hysterical then right. then. Between the time that I went with, like, the, the first and second time that we went to that prison, mm-hmm. I bought the Surface Studio 2 Microsoft big giant 32-inch monitor that you can draw on to edit photos, and I turn it on, and there's a fucking owl on the screen, and it's full size, high definition, 4K, <laughs> giant barn owl, and Forrest was with me when I set it up, and he's like, no way, and I looked over and like, <laughs>
2: <laughs> You did not.
0: I did. I was not prepared for that. I, I am traumatized by that stupid bird.
2: He's back. <laughs>
1: I can. Stupid owls. Uh,
0: They're predators. Dave. They are. Like, they, they, they hunt and kill. <laughs> They're going to get your ass. Yeah. <laughs> I was traumatized from that. The floor and the, I get the bird. That.
1: I, I understand that you're traumatized by it, and I would never weaponize that against you. Yeah, I mean, you, I could, wouldn't.
0: Oh, you make fun of me all you want over it. Uh, it's funny. You know that they used to have, uh, off of Cape Coral, there used mm-hmm. to be those floating domes there were homes that people built like on the water and they were just floating concrete. They didn't actually float. There was pillars and Mm -hmm. shit in there. Hurricane Ian destroyed them. They're finally gone. Wow. But in order to explore them, you would have to take kayaks out there, stand on your kayak, climb into the thing to take pictures. And if you're carrying expensive camera gear, it's risky. Mm -hmm. Um, But that was one of those things that was on my bucket list of things to explore because there was a lot of them. They're all gone. It destroyed every one of them. There's not a single one standing anymore. That sucks. Yep. There's websites that you can get on that talk about locations that are destroyed or not destroyed and, Mm When you get to certain statuses of activity on the website, they unlock other features, so they tell you where these things are. I'm not going to list those websites or tell you about those, but um, there is a lot. There's a, a old abandoned missile silo in Florida that's like four hours from where we live. Yep. Okay, so we need to go. I don't know if I... That is one of those things that's still security. Like, they watch mm-hmm. it with cameras, and I don't want to go to jail right. to take pictures. It's just not worth it. But Florida's got a lot of history and a lot of old buildings, mm-hmm. you know?
1: I've always wanted to go urban xing. Yeah, but I've always had, like, pussies for friends.
0: I'm willing to do it. I just, you know, you got to be prepared to know that there's a strong possibility you could go to jail for being on some of these properties, or okay. you could die, fall through a roof, or be attacked by a bird. You never know what's going to happen.
1: I'll accept my fate.
0: There were a lot of times that Forrest was supposed to go do stuff with me like that, and I would, you know, we'd set it up where we'd have to leave at 3 in the morning because we'd mm-hmm. have to drive across the state or get to where we're going, and I'd be waiting for him and waiting for him and waiting for him and finally just go do it by myself, and I'd have to do, you know, Right. a four hour drive and then explore by myself and drive home. And though I'm willing to do it, it's not the same when you're not with a friend because you don't get to experience that. Mm-hmm. Um, we found quite a few, you know, there's a place less than 30 minutes from here. That's abandoned a big concrete factory.
1: No, I did not mm-hmm. know that.
0: I have pictures that I've taken of models at that place. It's, it's wild. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously it's all overgrown and shit now, but
2: right.
0: um, I, I enjoy that. I wish that there was a way. Cause like, I know that in Louisiana, there's a six flags park that was shut down. And sometimes the people who own the property will give permits for people to go out there and take pictures. Mm -hmm. I don't even know where to look to find those things. I would love to go to old barns, old buildings, and have Mm -hmm. permission to be there. I'll sign waivers, whatever. If I fall and break my back, it is what it is. Like, I know the risk. I'm going out there to do this. I would rather have permission to be there than get in trouble for being there mm-hmm. but like there was also a abandoned prison in Bell Glade I'm sorry an abandoned uh, hospital in Bell Glade that was like two miles from the prison and every time we drove to the prison I'm like we got to hit this on the way out and every time we went to hit it on the way out there were cops in the parking lot
1: oh, <laughs> I've always I pull to in an and pull
0: around the back of the building and there'd be two cops sitting there talking I'm like we're oh shit you know just turn around officer you know
1: right <clears throat> they know you were lying no oh, I know they were. <laughs> They know. I've always wanted to visit an abandoned hospital and an abandoned asylum. Yeah. yeah.
0: There are, there are ghost places that get permits to go and do those kind of things, which means it's possible to pull those permits or get permission from people to be there.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I, I I don't fuck with ghosts. I know. So like I'm not trying to do I mean I would do an asylum, but I don't know about like abandoned hospitals where lots of people are dying and shit. Like that doesn't do it for me.
1: I mean a lot of people died in asylums too. Yes, yeah. Asylums that's true. were a very dark place. Yeah. Just don't pick up anything. I'm picking up everything.
0: Forced, forced when we went to that person So a rule of urban exploration is that you're not supposed to take anything. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to leave anything. You leave everything alone. You don't touch shit. You just take pictures and leave only footprints. That's mm-hmm. that's the, the phrase. He did take an x ray of somebody that was left on the ground that had a fucking hole in their head. And he's like, dude, look at this because the X ray was just there. It wasn't like in a, a sleeve. It was right. literally just laying on the ground. And he picked it up and looked at it. And he's like, oh, I'm taking this because it was somebody's fucking head with a hole in it.
1: His ass is haunted now. He, he took it. And right. I,
0: I, I'm almost positive he still has it because when we moved the store from one location to the other, it was in his office. That gives me the. Heat I'm the like, genius. bro, you still got that? And he's like, yeah, I ain't getting rid of that because it was you know an X ray of somebody with a hole in their head. Right. Wild to me.
1: That is crazy.
0: That that place also had a. Um, a chaplain's office mm-hmm. that had trees growing up through the stage where they do their sermons. So even though it's a decrepit old building with half the wall missing, there's a tree growing up across the back wall. There's still the cross on it. There's the pulpit still standing there and all these vines growing up across the back of the That's
1: place. That's crazy.
0: I have to show you the pictures. They're, yeah. they're pretty dope. I kept all that shit. I have all my raw files from those. But... I'd
1: like to take pictures like that. I I
0: enjoy that shit. And like doing urbex is a lot of fun. That prison was being ripped apart the last time we went. They Mm -hmm. pulled all the doors out of there and all the sinks and all the metal recyclables have been removed, which leads me to believe they were going to demo the building because they were obviously recycling or people were going in there and stealing that shit to recycle it. Right. So. Crazy. Yeah. Completely useless information. I'm willing to bet that people don't listen to this podcast because they're going to be like, these guys are dumb.
1: (laughs) Like that.
0: This is not all at all who I thought they were. This big tattooed guy is scared of fucking birds. Like, <laughs> uh,
1: what would the insult be for me?
0: She's dating a big ass tattooed guy that's fear fearful of birds. Like, yeah. <laughs> what kind of protector do you got, woman? You throw an owl at him, he's gonna fucking freeze up.
1: <laughs> Did you just say we're dating? Really?
0: Are we gonna do this? You can just pick apart I, I, all my I verbiage. I'm
1: gonna correct you.
0: You're married to a pussy. How about that?
1: Because if you're out and about and be like, oh, yeah, the girl I'm dating, I'm your wife. Yeah. yeah. So when I
0: introduce you to people, is that should I should just say that because, you know, it's the first time I've ever worded it that way. What do you mean? Should I just be like, this is the girl I'm dating?
1: No. Are you sure? You shouldn't. This is why I'm correcting you. You're already learning a behavior. I need <laughs> to-
0: <laughs> Did I tell you that I got the, oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to get this thing set up. When those new tables come and I actually have to unhook all of this to put everything back together, I'm going to update this. I want to put Debo on here.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Could be a little bitch, come on. Love that. I Mm want to put something from Fight Club on here because that's my favorite movie ever. Mm -hmm. Um, And it'll probably be the um, working the jobs you hate to buy shit you don't need segment Mm -hmm. or the um, destroy something beautiful speech where he's like, I wanted to put a bullet in the head of every panda that wouldn't fuck to save its own species. Wow. I feel like that would be a good button. Yeah. And I get frustrated because bloop. <laughs> um I don't know what else I'd put on here. I have eight buttons that I could fill yeah. with stuff, so we'll have to know. have to find some stuff.
1: I'm gonna have to think about that.
0: <sighs> We're forty minutes in.
1: It's been forty minutes. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs>
0: I'm 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 fairly certain that people aren't going to want us to do this one
1: again. Yeah, but I agree. We did
0: have fun. I mean, we had yeah. a lot of fun today. I enjoyed the, this. the The time that we drove to and from Naples was mm-hmm. like an hour and thirty to hour and forty minutes. Uh, we did listen to a little bit of an audio book that was mm-hmm. talking about communication to try to improve our communication skills. Um, took notes. You, you actually have a, a notebook now that you're taking notes in too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we started editing photos, and like it's it's really cool to watch you edit.
1: Watch me edit? Because <laughs>
0: I do things so differently and because you don't know the software, like you go to the filters first. Right. And don't get me wrong, I have a shit ton of presets. I have bought yeah. a lot of presets over the last almost, what is it, 15 years almost? Mm-hmm. 13 years. Um, because I buy those presets, when I don't when you don't know how to edit, you can just go to the presets and scroll until something happens to the photo that you like and then you click it and mm-hmm. then that's your edit. But because I understand the sliders and I understand Photoshop and I, I am a fucking gangster with Photoshop, I can do a lot and I don't need those things, but because I know that I can do those things, I have reverted back to using the presets because I'm lazy now. I don't want to fucking do all that (laughs) shit. So when I got the new computer set up, I went onto your Lightroom and I saved all of those presets, all the favorites to Mm -hmm. a thumb drive and moved it over to my computer. So I have all those favorites that we saved. Yeah. And even though I did all my editing today from the photos that we took, I didn't do any presets. Mm -hmm. everything i did today was slider and i'm happy with all of the photos that i'm keeping yeah before it's like "Eh, i don't like this one there's no filters
1: right next
0: i'm not going to use it because i didn't want to edit them (laughs) but i'm getting (laughs)
1: this this man really went out (laughs) took a bunch of photos none of these filters work throw it away (laughs) (laughs) it's kind of shitty when you say it
0: that way i feel like a diva (laughs)
1: You're a little bougie.
0: That's funny. I'm lazy when it comes to shit like that. But there's because I look at all these pictures, like I've been to the corkscrew preserve three or four times now. So there's nothing there that I'm like, oh, this is beautiful and new. I've seen all this already. And as a photographer, they tell you that you should shoot the same locations over and over and over again until you understand the lights, until you understand everything that's about that area, because that's when your photos are going to get really good. Right. I don't see beauty in our state. I hate it here. Yeah,
1: it's a lot of green and brown and heat.
0: In swamp, mm-hmm. everything is swamp. And when it's hot outside, it's swamp ass. Like I don't, I don't enjoy it here.
1: Right. But
0: when we go to Tennessee or we go to Georgia or anywhere there's mountainscape, my brain is on full photography mode. And mm-hmm. when when I go to Montana or like Oregon, anywhere that's got big sky country, Wyoming. It's game on. I'll pull the car over and take pictures in the middle of the road. I don't give a shit because my mind is on photography mode mm-hmm. because I know that I've never seen any of this before.
2: Right.
0: You know, you see a lot of the pictures of the um Wyoming Big Sky Country, right? That's what they call it. I'm almost positive that's on like their license plate or something. Mm-hmm. That's that's a big thing for them. When they get storms, their storms are insane. Yeah. We get rain. Right? right? We get rain constantly. It rains during the summer from like March to October, it rains every day from 3 to 5 o'clock. This Florida, yeah, But it's all gray and overcast. It's one big gray blob. It looks like shit, and it just moves over. Every is the same color. Right. In big sky country, when you get a storm, you get those rounded clouds that you see that people Photoshop into everything. Mm -hmm. I have literally pulled the car over and stood in the middle of the road, making sure that I'm not getting hit by cars, trying to take pictures of this storm rolling in. And uh, I got him there. I got him in, in the corner of Wyoming, Idaho, and uh, Montana where Yellowstone is at, the mm. entry to the Yellowstone Park. Um, I think that dramatic sky for photos can make everything good. You could have a stupid image. You could take a picture of a road, literally, just take a picture of a road with yellow lines. And if you don't have a whole lot around it, it's just a straight line leading into a photo. People will look at it and walk away. Mm-hmm. If that leads to a mountain or leads to a dramatic sky, people are going to sit there and stare at it, like because you're going to think about, man, if I was driving and I was driving to that storm, that would suck. Yeah. And it's creating a, a thought process mm-hmm. and an internal dialogue, and that's how you know art works. They told me um, I learned it in sixth grade. My art teacher said that because I, you know, people would be like, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. I can't. I can't create art, and they're like, it doesn't have to be good. Right. has to evoke emotion. I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, if you create something and it makes somebody think or feel something, you have successfully created a piece of art. That changed my entire prospect, thought process, I mean, on artistic abilities. Mm -hmm. Because it doesn't matter if you're good. If you create something and someone goes, damn, that makes me feel whatever, you've created a piece of art and you've done it successfully. Like you are evoking emotion in people and thought. And that made me, when I got into photography, made me look at everything as a point and shoot or Mm -hmm. a piece of art. So like today, when we went to corkscrew, because I've shot out there so many times, all of that is point and shoot to me. There's nothing out there that I'm like, okay, this is artistic. This is dope. I love this. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: I'm like, oh, look, an alligator, you know, because I've taken a bunch of alligator photos. If it was a bear, I'd be like, bear,
2: you know, and I'd (laughs) have been super
0: excited because it's a bear. But like we took pictures of birds. I've taken hundreds of bird photos. The snapping turtle was kind of cool. I've never actually seen a picture or done a picture of one of those up close. Mm -hmm. And other than its spikes, there's nothing appealing to me. Right. The only... Thing that I take pictures of consistently that does it for me is bees mm-hmm. I love taking pictures of pollinators if I can get a bee on a flower and it's a anything that contrasts or complements yellow mm-hmm. game on right those pictures that I took of those bees and those water lilies mm-hmm. covered in pollen climbing out of them oh they're so vibrant and bright right. and amazing and contrasting and if I ever end up with a gallery, I'm going to print every one of those bee photos and just do a giant bee exhibit, you know?
1: I love that. It would be so cool. That would be really dope. And
0: and I'll follow bees around when we go to gardens and and wait for them to land to take those pictures. And my favorite photo of the day was a bee and a little tiny flower. (laughs) And it was, it's just beautiful to me. Yeah. You know, I'm allergic to bees too. So there's always a, you know, (laughs) a risk of being stung, but it's exciting.
1: I like hearing you talk about things that make you happy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We're 45 minutes in. Do you want to keep going or do you want to call it a night?
1: I'm hungry.
0: Yeah, the sushi surprisingly didn't do it for right. me today. And it was kind of gross.
1: Yeah. It's always not. a
0: letdown. You know, every time we door dash sushi, it's a letdown. We have to physically go to the restaurant to eat it yeah, for it to do. be yummy. Otherwise, it's just like...
1: Mm.
0: Mm. I feel like they give us like the gross stuff because they know it's leaving.
1: Yeah. Something's we can't complain about it. Right. Yeah. Those bitches.
0: Alright, you gonna call tonight then? Yeah, I'm done. Alright guys, I hope you enjoyed this talking shit episode because I didn't think we would ever actually do this.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. I I have let more of myself be present in this video than the others and I'm a little uncomfortable right now because I know I'm gonna be judged on the internet.
0: (laughs) We're judged on the internet anyways.
1: Right, but this is like a larger window into my soul. Why are you smirking?
2: (laughs) (laughs)
0: See you guys later.